while I will spoil it and say that they're not on this list today, I really hope by the end of this season, <laughs> the Bears are getting a top five pick. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Quarantine has gotten so bad, I actually created a TikTok, and it literally is the wasteland of humanity. Grassy! And yes, today we are going to predict the top five worst teams in the NFL for the 2020-2021 season. So hold on to your butts. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a brand new patron over at patreon.com slash Comedy. Paul Third in parentheses, Australia. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you would like some cool rewards, head on over to patreon.com slash Comedy for the support and thank you. So this video actually took a lot more research <laughs> than I thought it was going to. I started breaking down depth charts. I started breaking down schedules. I started breaking down drafts. I started breaking down a lot of things to kind of compile the list. And while there was, there was a couple teams where I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be bad this year. There are a couple teams that were like outliers. So for example, like a lot of people were saying that like the Panthers could potentially be in this list. For me, though, I, I understand it that their their defense is significantly lacking. Luke Keekley leaving is a big problem, but I think their offense has a good amount of talent. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a major step up from what they have, and I'm not talking about Cam Newton. And I think, obviously, of course, you have Christian McCaffrey, who's still going to be like that entire offense. So I think that they have plenty of offensive weapons, um, and, and I think they're going to be at least efficient enough not to fall in you know a top five pick next year. But... There were some other teams like I, I had to wrestle with because I could see them doing poorly. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, with the, the teams like the Bears or the Lions, they're, they're on the cusp for me too, but I could also see them rebounding. The Lions for me remain like one of the biggest question marks in the NFL, meaning like, are they just going to come together? Like, is it going to work? And, and I don't know the answer to that. They obviously invested a lot into a running back, getting him in the second round. So that should help out their team. They have the offensive weapons and the defense, you know, the line underperformed last year. But I think that they have some good pieces along the line, even though they did lose Snacks Harrison. And of course, they just went out and got Okuda from the draft. So, I mean, the, the Lions to me are just like one of the most interesting teams. And by interesting, I mean, if you're a Lions fan, I'm so sorry for everything that you've gone through, except the Hail Mary, because that was great. And the Bears, yeah. Can Nick Foles lead them to victory? Who knows? <laughs> but I, I really hope not. So let's get down to this thing. Starting off with number one, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. For me, I think that they are going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. That defense has been gutted over the past few years and just such an exodus of talent. And that's become very problematic. They obviously filled some holes in free agency this past uh, offseason. They started rebuilding that defense in the draft, of course, getting C.J. Henderson and then getting getting some pieces later on in the first round. They also gave Gardner Minshew someone to throw to and Chenault in the second. And and the AFC, here's why like there's a little bit of like hope I could have for them is that the AFC South is pretty weak at the moment. It is pretty open. 
The Titans obviously are going to probably be the front runners, but then you have the Colts who, with Phillip Rivers, I don't have a ton of confidence. And then you have the Texans with Bill O'Brien, so that really could go either way. But they're also playing the NFC North this year too, so that could give them their fair share of problems. I think what this is going to carve... They obviously still have guys like Miles Jack. They got Josh Allen last year, who was excellent for them. But I think this is going to also come down to, is Gardner Minshew going to be their guy? Leonard Fournette, obviously, they're trying to trade him. Yannick, they're trying to get rid of him, too. And I, and I think that this is a team that just screams out rebuild. I can imagine that that stadium is not going to be filled with a lot of Jaguar fans this year. And so a lot of people think that they're going to be tanking for Trevor. I, I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, and I just think that you're going to see another Florida team uh, tanking it away this year. So, at least not the Dolphins. The second team that I see uh, not having the great year is the Washington Redskins. So, they traded away Trent Williams after that whole debacle, and they really didn't get a ton out of him. They got Chase Young in the draft, which is good, uh, and and that's kind of like the highlight of their draft. And Chase Young is a very good football player, and, and people were talking about, like, can they take the step that the 49ers did because they got Bosa and look what they were able to do. And my answer to you is no, because the 49ers had a good defense before Bosa came in. The Redskins didn't really have a good defense before Chase Young is coming in. And I think Ron Rivera is definitely going to help out the team. You obviously have Dan Snyder, who is just a walking black hole. And the division that the Redskins are in the NFC East is pretty weak. The Giants, I don't think are going to do too well this year. And the Eagles... I mean, they could be hot and cold, and then the Cowboys, you know, they should win the division, but, you know, they'll find some way to screw it up. Dwayne Haskins, you know, had, had a bit of a rough start, started about half the season, and was kind of mediocre. His first time in, he threw three interceptions, but again, he's a rookie. He's, he's going to take time, and I, and I think that just with the lack of weapons that they have, you know, they got Adrian Peterson in the back, which, you know, he did a lot better than I thought he would last year, but... Yeah, this team to me, they, they, they're still a few pieces short. Then number three, you have the first overall pick uh, this year. And I think they'll they'll be in the top five next year. And that is the Cincinnati Bengals. They got Joe Burrow in the first. They got T. Higgins in the second. They have A.J. Green on one more year before he's a free agent. They have Joe Mixon, who over a 1,000 yards again uh, last year. You know, didn't score a ton of touchdowns. And so they have some weapons definitely on that offense. They have speed on their offense with Ross as well. But the problem is, is like their offensive line is still a pretty significant issue. On top of that, their defense wasn't really great either. In 2019, their defense gave up the eighth most points allowed. In addition, they have to play the Ravens twice. The Steelers should be a little bit better with Ben Roethlisberger coming back. And I think that Joe Burrow, he obviously had one of the greatest seasons in college football history last year. But I think, obviously, like any rookie, there's going to be growing pains. And it's going to be difficult to expect him to just jump right in there and be phenomenal. And so I, this is not calling Joe Burrow a bust or anything. I just think that with their defensive line problems, also their offensive line problems, they're going to need some more time, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them in a top five spot again next year. Then at number four, yeah, we got the Dolphins. The Dolphins are coming back. Remember how I said, like, ah, at least not the Dolphins? Yeah, the Dolphins are still here. But you're like, Tom, how could it be? The Dolphins had a pretty good draft, and they did. They did. They drafted a cornerback in the, the end of the first round, which didn't make a whole lot of sense because it seems like they were pretty good with cornerbacks. Didn't they just make Byron Jones the highest paid cornerback? Yeah, they gave him $82 million. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, their defense really wasn't too great last season. 
Uh, they, had, they had a little bit of exodus of talent as well. Giving up Minka Fitzpatrick, I know they got a first out of it, but he was a damn good player. They also got Austin Jackson, which was a smart move because they needed offensive line. But with the drafting of Tua, I mean, even Brian Flores has come out and said that he's got a long way to go before Tua is going to start. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tua doesn't see the field until halfway through the season, if that. With that being said, I can't have a ton of hope for the Dolphins because, you know, I don't think... Tua is going to be thrown right into it. And I don't think he should. I think that Tua should sit. The same agent that represents him also represents Patrick Mahomes. And look what happened to him. He sat and look what he's become. And so I think that for the Dolphins to have their best chance, Tua does need to sit down. But I think it is going to come at the cost of a bunch of wins here. And then finally with number five, this is the one I went back and forth with the most. I, it was actually between the two New Jersey teams, but I settled with the New York Giants. Their defense was third in most points allowed last year. This is another team that, like, has potential. They have some weapons. Daniel Jones could take another step. Saquon Barkley had another 1,000-yard rushing season last year. You know, was less effective. But maybe he's going to do better. They made a smart pick and went with Andrew Thomas. I think he's going to be a stable, reliable offensive tackle, something that they have been lacking for a while because they haven't had an offensive line. Just ask Eli Manning. They also went out and got Xavier McKinney, which I think was a great pickup for them. But I still think their defense has a bunch of holes in them. And on top of that, with Daniel Jones, who does he have to throw to? He has Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard. And I'm sorry, I just, you know, I don't have a ton of faith in that. You have Evan Ingram to throw to, but... Yeah, I just, I don't know if that's going to be. They were 18th on overall total points last year on offense. They don't have the easiest of schedule. Obviously, they have their division rivals, which can go either way. But they're also playing the Ravens, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. So I I think that this is a team that if they're not in the top five, I think they're definitely going to be in the top 10. I don't see them making a huge jump this year. But I will say that they are taking the appropriate steps to try and fill some of those holes. And with those offensive weapons like Barkley, and if Jones is able to improve, they could overachieve. But the Jets were really, really close to making this list, by the way. Like, really, really close, Adam Gase. Let's see how you screw up Denzel Mims. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you agree with these top five? Do you think there's other teams that deserve or belong in here? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyCompany.com or at TomGrossyCompany on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy. But thank you so much for watching. I hope you're doing well. Of course, there'll be videos Monday through Friday. You ain't alone in this. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go. (laughs) 